Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to this video on seven ways to stop emotional eating. I'm your host, Dr. Donnelly Snipes. Emotional eating means eating for non-hunger reasons, including boredom, anger, depression, guilt, grief, etc. Emotional eating is not about getting too hungry and binging or eating too much because it's yummy. Those are different issues. People who eat too much because they just love food, that might not even be a problem for them. People who binge or eat too much because they let themselves get too hungry, that's a totally different issue. Emotional eating is eating to help yourself feel comfortable or to comfort yourself and feel safe. When we were little, you may have gotten a cookie after you skinned your knee and your caregiver cleaned it up. Or after, unfortunately, people pass on, what happens? Everybody brings casseroles, at least in the South, that's what happens. A lot of times our culture has associated distress with soothing with food. And people can carry that on into adulthood if they don't learn other coping mechanisms that are at least as useful. So what are some of these coping mechanisms or tools that you can use to stop emotional eating? The first one is what I call a mindfulness journal, or you can call it a nutrition journal or whatever you want. The purpose of this is to put some time between the craving or the urge to eat and when you're eating. Put some time between the emotion and help you get into your wise mind so you can make a conscious decision about whether you actually want to eat or you need something else. So in the mindfulness journal, you're going to identify when it was, you know, what time of day, why are you wanting to eat? If you're hungry, great. If you're sad, if you're bored, if you're just craving something, okay, put that there. What do you want to eat? This will give you an idea if you're noticing that you're regularly craving salty foods that may give you an indication about a underlying um, nutritional deficiency. It may not. You may just crave salty foods when you get anxious, but it's helpful to look at patterns. How will eating whatever this is that you want to eat make you feel better? And what are three alternatives you could do right now to help you feel better? What are three other things besides eating? take a bath, play with your dog, go on a walk, call a friend. What's going to work for you? Q 
keep that mindfulness journal and, and force yourself to complete it anytime you're eating during non-meal periods. Another technique is to identify and anticipate triggers and prevent the cravings. Identify alternate activities to increase serotonin, dopamine, and GABA. When we eat, especially high-fat, high-sugar foods, it causes our body to surge serotonin, dopamine, and sometimes GABA, sometimes endorphins. So it gives us this feeling of pleasure. It gives this of gives us a feeling of contentment in some ways. So we want to recognize what things might make us feel unsafe or upset and how can we address them in order to do something besides emotional eating. Planning ahead of time goes a long way. If you have a rescue plan in place, for when you start feeling anxious or when you start feeling bored, it's going to go a long way to helping you start taking steps toward conscious eating. Chew gum. And I've talked about this in other videos, but chewing gum, even if it's not bubble gum, actually helps trigger the relaxation response. It triggers and stimulates the vagus nerve. So chewing gum, not only can you not eat and chew gum at the same time, but chewing gum can also help you relax. So that can be an interim step for a lot of people who just desperately want to have something to chew when they're feeling anxious or, or bored. If they chew on the gum, it gives them a flavor to focus on and it helps stimulate that vagus nerve. Remove temptation. So you're forced to choose a different behavior. If you tend to emotionally eat junk food, then try not to keep junk food in the house or at least keep it somewhere where it's harder to get to. So it's not just sitting right out on the, right out on the counter where you see it every time you walk into the kitchen. Start training yourself to only eat off a plate sitting down at the table, not out of the bag, not standing at the pass-through, and not on the sofa. You're going to sit down at the table and put food on a plate. And that's what you're going to focus on eating. When you start doing that, then sometimes when you're tempted to emotionally eat, you're like, okay, I've got to put it on a plate and sit down. And I don't really want to sit at the table right now. I'd rather be in bed or on the couch. So do I really want food that bad? Eat a healthy diet. And I know that may sound kind of counterintuitive. The foods that we eat are broken down to make the hormones and neurotransmitters that help us feel half happy and relaxed and give us energy and all those things. If you're not eating a healthy diet, then you're more likely to have an imbalance in your neurotransmitters, which may make you more predisposed to being emotional and engaging in emotional eating. And finally, reduce your overall stress level to reduce dysregulation. If you cope with stress, anxiety, depression, boredom by eating, then if you start figuring out other ways to reduce your stress, then you're not going to have the need to try to self-soothe with food. Now, you're not going to make your stress completely go away. That, that's not going to happen. But a lot of times, 
most everybody I've worked with, when we've gone through their stress inventory, we found that there were things that they actually could eliminate. There were stressors. There were things they were ruminating about. They were, there were ways they reacted to situations that we were able to work on. So they were triggered for emotional eating. They were triggered less often. If the videos on this channel have been helpful for you, please support us in our mission to make high-quality, practical content available to everybody. You can support us by donating at docsnipes.com donate, joining the YouTube channel at docsnipes.com join, or purchasing a thanks on any videos that you particularly like. Emotional eating represents a way of coping with distress. Emotional eating can turn into food addiction if it starts causing problems in one or more areas of your life. If you start choosing to stay home so you can eat instead of going out with friends, or if after you emotion you eat because you're self-soothing, you feel too tired and bloated or uncomfortable to do things that you normally would do then we might start seeing it move into food addiction. The techniques discussed can be helpful in the moment, but ultimately it's going to be important to address those underlying issues, those things that are causing you anxiety and grief and whatever other emotion you're trying to soothe with food. Because until you have other skills and tools to deal with it, or until you address that issue, then it's still going to serve as a trigger. Other videos you might find interesting include emotional eating at docsnipes.com slash eating dash list. And this goes through all the videos that I've done on various eating disorders, intuitive eating, etc. A lot of people emotionally eat because they have a high level of anxiety. And if that's you, check out the list docsnipes.com slash anxiety dash master. That will take you to a master list of videos on anxiety treatment. And if you're a counselor, there's a CEU course on emotional eating at allceus.com slash eating dash CEU.